What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Worldwide Technology Championship Betting Preview. DB here, and it's Halloween season. I'm going to bring in my co-host, Pat Perry. He looks amazing. I've already seen him. He hasn't seen me. I don't know if he knows who I am yet. But uh, but he, you, you guys are you guys are just gonna absolutely love this. Let's just get it started. Happy Halloween, everybody! Pat Perry, come on down, baby. God, what? What are you, old man? What? You really committed to this? Yeah. Well, you know, DB this is amazing. We do a golf show, mm-hmm. so we need to have golf personalities. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know sometimes they're a little unkempt, mm. so I am unkempt, disheveled. Some would say I, I'm disheveled. Brandel Chambly. Oh, Chambly. God, I, I never thought I'd do it. I never thought I'd do a show with Brandel. This is amazing. Yeah, it's an I honor. Mean, I, I tell you, I couldn't. I, you know, I couldn't do a perfunctory job. Okay, <laughs> I had to. I had to. I had to put care and attention into what I'm doing. You so, had to put what know? attention? Oh, care and attention. Okay. Care and attention. You okay. Because if the opposite would be perfunctory. Damn, dude. I love it. Do you know who I am? I think so, because I think I saw somewhere uh, Tiger Woods doing uh, something with the Call of Duty thing. Look at me and Tiger. Yeah. Because you can't see my full costume, but look. Look at you. Oh, man, you went all out. Same, same shorts. You know, I had, I, I looked far and wide to find those exact shorts. Uh, the, the hat quest, you wouldn't believe. You would not believe. Um, this is basically the same hat. It's the only time in my life I've ever bought an NFL hat, but I had to make the NFL thing myself. Cause is I, there something on the other side of that? Like, what's on the like? Yeah, it's a Raiders hat. Oh. Okay. It, it was a, I had to do a lot of research on the hat, but there were different angles for, for, for El Tigre. And we found the angle. It was a Raiders hat. I, I bought the hat on eBay. I haven't bought anything on eBay in like 15 years. But you know what? You can find anything on eBay. You can. I got the leg sleeve. Who knew Call of du- uh, Tiger's such a big Call of Duty guy, huh? I, I never, I don't know. It doesn't surprise me that he's a Call of Duty guy, though. You know, I, I just feel like, I could see him sitting there. You know, he's got his headset on. He's talking to his buddies. Who would be on the headset uh, with uh, with uh, Tiger? Listen, guys, we're gonna breach. We're gonna we're gonna breach Man. here. Um, uh, who would be on there? Uh, who would be on there? I mean, it'd be like it's. What if it's like? I'm sure he's under some alias, right? What if it's a bunch of just goats? It's like him and Brady, MJ, mm-hmm. Gretzky, just all playing Call of Duty, all in a squad AM. together. Yeah. Just tearing up, tearing up with, with, uh, you know, with like 14 year olds. Um, it'd be like a cacophony of sounds. A cacophony? <laughs> a cacophony? Oh, a cacophony. Sorry. A cacophony of sounds coming all over the place. I used that word not that long ago and you jacked that up. Let me tell you something. I got so many words beside me right now that I'm going to mess up. Uh, oh, dear. Um, listen, listen. Um, Brandel has big words. They're tough to say sometimes. Okay. What'd you, how'd you say it? A cac? A cac. 
A cacophony. <laughs> Cacophony sounds a lot better. <laughs> oh dear. Um, <clears throat> listen, we got you know it's a fall show, and everybody's like, oh, nobody cares. We're going to talk about why you should gamble on fall golf here in a second. Um, but we're we're really putting our heart and soul in these next few shows to to end the in the season, right? You got this one. You got the uh, Butterfield Bermuda. We're going to get buttered up for that one. Pat might just go completely nude with nothing but butter all over him. And we're going to break down that one. Then we're going to do the RSM show. We're going to the RSM in Sea Island, Georgia. So if anybody wants to, you know, meet up in Sea Island, we'd love to have you. Love to catch up. Uh, might plan some little listener outing for dinner or something one night. If you're there, if you're in Sea Island, come, come get us. We're going to be there, I think, like, uh, what, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. Uh, but also, we, we've got, we've got kind of like a little, we got a little secret weapon here for the fall for these last few shows, Pat. A little secret weapon. I'm happy to have him on board uh, for, for these, you know, next few weeks, and, and we'll see how, how things go. But, you know, we, we, we did the show on Better Sports Network all year, and we absolutely love producer Tony. And producer Tony's in the house. Uh, TL, come on, man. Come on, show, show your What up, producer Tony? Oh, no, oh, you're the new co. New co, yeah. <laughs> I love it. i am uh, got my official new co hat. Love it. Mm-hmm. New co, just bland shirt. Um, I put about as much attention to detail into this costume as I think PGA <laughs> Tour and Piff did when announcing yeah. this new co. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got me in this white, just plain, bland office in the middle of nowhere. So, but very. no, I'm very excited to be uh, to joining you fellas, to helping you guys out any way you guys need. So, yeah, looking forward to some uh, some good fun fall golf here in the next uh, in the next few weeks, and then kicking off 2024. It's beautiful, man. Uh, Tony always, always a good, uh, good producer, and and just chimes in real funny. If you see me and Pat giggling off to the side, it's because Tony's private chatting yeah. something funny, and and we're we're debating on whether we should share it or not. So, uh, new co- appropriate, yeah, a lot of it inappropriate. <laughs> new co Tony fits right in. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you, Tony, for being on here. Um, all right, why we gamble on golf in the fall? Because we got some new folks that might be listening, might be tuning in from our friends at Golf Pass. And you might be wondering, like, why do I care about the WWTC, right? The is it right? Worldwide, Worldwide Technology Championship mm-hmm. from a course we've never seen before, but it's Tiger's, you know, first design. Why do I care? Pat, why do you care about betting on fall golf? Why, why, why should people care about fall golf? Well, I mean, I think there's a few things. This, this week is, is a good reason. Um, we're getting a new golf course. Okay, Very so that's cool. pretty cool. You know, a Tiger Woods-designed golf course, which Thank is the you. first time Thank we've you. gotten a, a Tiger designed golf course on tour so i think that's an interesting reason but look db it's the long shots all right it's the it's the chance to get the long shot winners and these you know we'll just admit a little bit weaker fields and uh now so far i don't know if the long shots have really paid off you know we've had a tom yeah, Kim 12 to 1 we've had you know, which you Sahith hit was like yeah i hit that one i hit Sahith. what was he 16 to 1 18 to 1 yeah I mean, so I'm still it, holding out hope for the good old days. You know what I mean? Yeah. The good old days of yours truly hitting Hudson Swafford at 250 to one at the Bermuda. You know? Yeah. You and me hitting Matt Jones. Well, that maybe that wasn't the fall. We've hit some bombs in the fall, and I still believe it's going to happen. We're going to talk. We're going to break down the outright betting odds here in just a second. I still believe that before the seat, before these next three events are over, it is going to happen at some point. But that, that's, that's a reason. I, I think it's fun to kind of embrace the variance of the fall. You've got a lot of mm-hmm. just weird stuff going on, new courses, people, you know, 
people that you don't really know much about playing golf and you're learning about those. And that's where I think there's actually a great, uh, this is another reason to bet the fall. You know, when you're betting the fall and you're betting what some would call the mules on the PGA Tour and you're, you're diving deep, you're breaking it down, you're digesting content like ours, learning about the mules, it, it sets you up better for the spring and summer, right? Or for, or for the West Coast swing in January starts or Hawaii and California and into the spring and summer. It sets you up better because those guys are going to be in the field. And, you know, that doesn't mean they're going to win in the spring and summer, but it may help you round out a good DraftKings lineup, may help you nail a, a bomb top 20 maybe, maybe help you in a head-to-head matchup, put a little parlay together, some first-round leader bomb or something hits, because it's one of these mules that you're like, you know what? I remember that dude in the fall did X, Y, Z, and, and now it's a name I recognize. So I think it's kind of, you know, you're, 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 getting, you're, you're doing the summer reading. It's not in the summer, but you're doing the summer reading before school starts. You're a little bit ahead of the game. You yeah. agree? Yeah. And one more reason. Pat, it's right here. The NFL. It's, it's NFL parlays, baby. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the cross-sport parlay. Nothing's more fun than betting, you know, a, a first-round leader, and maybe, even, maybe you parlay it with a Thursday night game prop that you like, or, or maybe it's a, a head-to-head matchup on Thursday round one that you parlay with a Thursday bet. Or it's a top 20 you parlay with Sunday night or, or an NFL game on Sunday. That's, those are all great reasons to be excited about fall golf, okay? Yeah. Well, and, you know, golf is, is the most capricious, um, <laughs> you know, sport out there. And what so team does that, he play for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's capricious. So, oh, you know, oh capricious there, uh, Anderson. Yeah. So I mean, capricious. By the way, you just don't know. You don't know what's going to happen between, you know, an event to an event. So oh dear, um, you're butchering. I'm glad to be able to try and predict it though, and and see what we can do. It's always good. Um, I'm before we move on to the out. We're going to get into the outright board right now. I'm excited about some changes from our friends at Leaderboard, the golf app that you need on site. This show is presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard, and guess what? Leaderboard Pro is now available and it is fantastic i'm going to talk to you about some of the features here in uh in just a second but i've already switched on to the pro side you got the watch app which is awesome additional insights your stats get more detailed which some of that i i don't i don't know that i like about i I don't know that i like about the new update because i have to see more detailed reasons why i suck but they're 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 good it's it's good to do and listen a lot of these new features that we've launched uh, have come out of the, the Tour Junkies family. Uh, mm-hmm. The Tour Junkies family has grabbed onto the Leaderboard app this year. We've got the, the Leaderboard bot in our Discord community. It's fantastic. Um, and, and if you're going to upgrade to Pro, right now is the time to do it. The, the launch is giving discounts, so there, there's a discounted price right now in the Pro launch if you want to consider it. Uh, we would encourage you to do so. There's more in the works, including group games, wagering features and and uh, other details are coming out later on this winter um, in the leaderboard pro section but it's been awesome and our listeners have helped build this community since february this is what leaderboard has added since february and a lot of this based on our own users our own folks giving feedback using the platform this is what's been built since february course profile leaderboards and feeds golf group chats with leaderboard and group handicap updates which we love seeing those in the discord uh, the Discord integration, new game configurations, with they launched on Android, and a ton of new features on Leaderboard Pro. Pro includes some of the following. Auto press tracking for Nassau and match play. 
the new Apple Watch app with GPS scoring and stat tracking right there on your, app, on your watch, post-round recaps to see how you performed against your averages, enhanced user profiles, and new views on stats to see how your game is trending over time. And this is what I don't like, but it's good for me. Penalty tracking. Pat, as you can imagine, I, I, oh. I see my fair amount of penalties. So yeah. um, if you're in the Tour Junkies group on Discord, we'd love to see it. Give the pro a try. It's, uh, it's a beautiful app. It's well-designed. And they're, they're using information from golfers like us to help build, the, build it and make it better. So absolutely love it. Brando, what do you think about it? You, you're pretty excited about it too, right? It's, it's an amazing app. Um, it's one of those that, um, you know, when you, when you see it, you're just always going to use it. You're always going to use it when you play out there. It's, it's, it's a part of my everyday playing in golf, okay? Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't even think we need to cajole anybody. Into, you should just use it. Are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> Are you doing this on purpose? Doing what? You mean cajole? Yes. Could you, are you mispronouncing that? You've said four words. You've got, you've pronounced one of them correctly. What? No, I mean, I'm, I'm Brandle. I'm, I'm, you know, unkempt Brandle. Okay. Okay. There may be some things that, you know, I'm saying wrong. I don't know. Oh, um, geez. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the top of the betting board. It is the worldwide technology championship i just hate that name it's the it's the biggest i don't know it's just too much to say it's at al cardinal at diamante los cabos mexico tiger's first design apparently um not sure if i don't know i don't know i I think he designed this thing like 2014 i don't know how much he actually did uh i think he was i don't know what he was doing so um Good to see, good to see a, a Tiger course though on the rotation. Obviously, I think it was El Camilion got got ate up by Greg Norman and the and the uh, uh, the the Live guys. Um, I think I actually broke that news to the Discord last year when I was at the Live final and I was told that by um, by some folks. So, bravo to me, Brandel. You're you're in the news here. You're in the golf news, and I'm I'm the one breaking news. But it is a par seventy two. 7,400 yards, and they are, there are 60-yard-wide fairways, which I am sure I could find a way to miss. But you also have like 8,400 average square foot green complexes, past Palum grass all the way through, which we typically see on these coastal courses. Uh, th- there's no rough because if you miss the fairway, you're in kind of native areas, sandy areas, waste areas, whatever, uh, and you just should quit golf if you're on tour and you miss 60-yard-wide fairways. Um, the greens and regulation numbers are going to be through the roof. I, I'm, I'm guessing that some of our friends at some of these, uh, you know, some of these sites like Underdog are going to get, you know, get the greens and regulation numbers, get the fairway numbers correct uh, off the bat. But I'll be looking to jump on some of those on Thursday if they're, if they're wrong. I'm, I'm thinking the green, greens and reg numbers are going to be through the roof. Fairway hit numbers are going to be through the roof. Everybody's going to be playing out of the fairway. And this is going to be how close can you hit it? Can you lag putt on these large greens? And uh, it's going to be an absolute scoring bonanza, Pat. Um, wh- what do you think the winning score is going to be here? Especially if we don't have any wind. I think wind would be the only defense on this golf course built for, you know, resort guests, right? Yeah, I think when you look at any course like this, um, you know, it's going to be very similar to 
to like a Kapaloo and things like that, you're going to see like 27, 28 under probably win this thing. Um, that, that's what I'm looking for with all the par fives. Um, it, it is going to be a scoring fest, and that's good. You know what? I think that is going to lend itself to a potential for a, uh, for a, uh, a long shot winner. Yeah. So um, we'll see. You know, you got 20, 20, Pat, you got to just go, go re, go like get a hold of yourself on these, with these words. You got, by the way, Spaz is asking if I have the sleeve on. Of course. Um, I, winning score is going to be like a million under, literally a million under, but uh, should be interesting, I guess, to, to watch these guys just pick this apart. You got a par five on number one, par five on 18. That's kind of interesting. But it's it's a birdie fest. It's going to be who hits it close, who putts, and just send driver. Absolute driver send season here. So let's talk about the top of the board. Is Pat, Pat, are you ready to, to pronounce things correctly now? Yeah, I think I can okay. do that. Yeah. How do you pronounce the guy at the top of the board? Oh, well, you pronounce him differently than he's supposed to be pronounced, you know? Mm, Ludwig Obear. Okay. 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 Is that how he would say it? I don't know, but you say Aberg. I'm going to keep saying Aberg. Yeah, Aberg. Or whatever, I don't care, but it's Obear. Okay. Um, you're taking Obear. Uh, you taking Obear at 9 to 1? No, I'm not. I am. Not you are. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what are we even doing here? Like I just think it, it's, you know, if we're talking about favorites and we would qu- classify that at like 25 to 1 or shorter, it's one guy for me, and it's Ludwig at nine to one. And I, I'm probably gonna probably need to hit that now before it's seven to one. I don't see how this kid doesn't obliterate this place. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think he's he's certainly gonna play well. But again, what I said earlier, there's so many with a with a course like this, it's a little bit easier. A lot of scoring, a lot of different things can happen down the stretch. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I actually like Cam Young right behind him. No way. At, at twelve to one. No way. Yeah, why is Cam I'm Young like, even here? Do we know? Why is I he here? To win? That's why he's here. I guess it's FedEx Cup positioning. That's what we're He's 42nd. Like, what is he even worried about? He's already in the, in the he's guaranteed to be in all the, the signature events. Why is he here? He's not played since he's, the playoffs. He's here to win. He's here to win this golf tournament because he can win it. Well, also, like, another guy in here. Why is Lucas Glover here? Now that I did wonder the same thing. I I, I kind of wondered why Lucas was there. Maybe Lucas just wants a, you know, they're in a nice area, right? Cabo San Lucas. He wants to catch just, the swamp ass in in uh, San Lu- Cabo San Lucas. I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to uh, have a, a nice, you know, week weekend with his wife. I mean, Cam Young and Lucas both dads. You know, it's like Halloween. Like, go 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 be home with your kids and do Halloween. Go trick or treat. Maybe they're, or maybe they're trying to avoid that. Maybe they don't have their families with them. I mean, that's a good enough reason. But it's not a good enough reason to bet them. I don't understand why they're here. I really don't. Cam Young, I think, obviously fits the course profile, right? Just hits it a mile. Very much. But yes. the Irons have been horrible still. Even into the playoffs, they were bad. Um, you know, now, he, he could have, he, maybe he got things dialed in, and he's itching, and he's ready to go fire one off. Um, and I did tweet yesterday or one of these days. I was like, man, it would totally be golf for after everyone like jumping ship from Cameron Young to now Ludwig being the guy and everybody's googly eyes are for Ludwig for Cameron Young to just finally get the first the first one done here. But 
it's it's all Ludwig for me here. I mean, I'm just telling you, Randall's telling you that Cam Young is is time to it's it's time to to play him. He, you know. So you'd rather have Cam? I mean, two. He's eleven to one. Two like two worse, two shorter. Nine to one, Ludwig. I, I'm not saying that I I, I wouldn't bet. Ludwig, I, I just think that I'm I prefer Cam Young a little bit. Well, I guess he's twelve to one on DK. Still, like if I were gonna play somebody that close to Ludwig, I'd I don't know. Like I'd rather have Sahith than than Young, but I don't want Sahith either. Sahith's short game and like all that stuff bails him out so many times. The irons are not amazing. He's gonna have. I mean, the putting's gonna help him here, sure, in a putting contest. But like the scrambling stuff that he normally has magic with. I just don't see being as much of an advantage here. I think you can throw around the green out the window. To me, it's like this was so clearly Ludwig, and then it's it's guys in the 30-to-1 30, 30 range for me. How much do you look at, or do you think you're going to look <clears throat> at, at these past film greens? I mean, I, I'll probably take a look at it. I haven't pulled it up yet. Um, I'll probably look at the rolling report on, on uh, Fantasy National in terms of past Palom success. But I, I don't... <laughs> It's like hard to compare to the field if guys have only played a few rounds or a handful of rounds on past Palom. I mean, it's not difficult grass. It doesn't, it doesn't have necessarily, it's not like the kind of grain that you have to read. What the, you know, it's not like the grain's going to make it do opposite of what it looks like. It's usually slow. Um, it just does what it's, what it's supposed to do. So I, I don't know that I'll weigh it a ton, honestly. Yeah, I think it's gonna be more about like how close can you hit it on these massive greens. So I think lag putting and three putt avoidance is something to look at if you know to kind of keep you from making bogeys because you're making bogeys here, you're done. Um, but I mean, obviously, I, I don't want my guys to. I don't want a guy who I'm picking to win to like have to depend on lag putting either. Like I want him to just hit it close. So they had this hurricane here. You know, they had a hurricane come through like a week ago or something. So I, I would imagine the course is probably a little soft, and past Palom is kind of slow anyway. I just think this is going to be absolutely pound driver and then go flag hunting. Which is one reason I just feel like Cam Young can have a good week. We just know that what he can do with the driver. Um, you know, a lot of time being spent here on two guys up top when I think there's a lot of other guys that we could they could also win but there's just nobody in here for me at 20 uh, 25 to one or shorter other than Ludwig not really for me other than Cam and then I, again I, I think Ludwig is still like you know 1b for me but you look at guys up here like Jaeger again no just can't I can't do Steven Jaeger can't do him. everybody's trying to make Jaeger happen everybody wants him everybody to wants him to happen He's, he's like, I, I, and, I, and I probably prefer him on a more difficult situation. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not buying Jaeger. Watch him, watch him do it. Um, okay, let's get into the mid-range. I love Bo Hostler. Give me Bo. I'm riding Bo again. I've enjoyed. Just keep doing it. I've enjoyed it. It's been a good ride. He looked good at the Zozo, right? And that was the he one did. week, that was the one week I didn't bet him. Yeah, but well. I mean, Bo hits it far, puts the hell out of it. Irons are improving. Irons have been looking good. I, this, is a, this is an absolute must-bet Bo Hostler situation. He's at 30-1. to 1. That's the best number you can get him anywhere. 
how could you? You can't sit here and tell me that you, it doesn't look good. No, right. I, I don't disagree with the hostler bet. I, I think here's the deal. When you get on guys like that, like you've been all fall, mm-hmm. you got to stay with it. Yeah. You can't. I mean, and I think this happens to us. And, you know, I think there's been a few guys that last year in the spring that we ended up missing because we didn't bet them when they finally won. Now, I miss I mean, Wyndham when he finally did yeah, it. Yeah. Wyndham. Uh, now, else. we got Ricky when he won. We kept, we, we yeah. kept throwing Ricky on the card. But there was, a, I feel like there was another one that we missed too. So I think you got to do that. You're invested already. Now, once this fall little deal is over with, DB, I think you got to back off a of hostel. You got to stop baiting them. Well, no, I mean it depends on it depends on where the number and all that. I, I guess, but I don't know. I think hostler. If hostler continues to have a hot fall, okay, and then all of a sudden he shows up at um, the Amex for his first event back. Like, and he's, and he's, you know, and the field's a little stronger. Isn't that, is that, is that a signature event next year? Like, let, let's say, he's, let's say he's 60 to one next year in the Amex. Like that's, I'm still very interested in that. Yeah. But you realize since Hostler has had me on his side, he has gotten better and better as the fall has gone on. I mean, he finished, he finished 30th, my first run with, with him at the Fortinet. 28th at the Sanderson, 7th at the Shriners, runner-up at Zozo. Okay. I mean, honestly, Hostler should thank me. If I see him at the RSM, I, I would expect him to tell me thank you. I would expect him to, to come up to me and tell well, me. Well, I'm think i sure we can probably make that happen. Yeah. Um, well, I, I love him. 30 to 1, full send for me. Okay. Um, I like Akshay, 35 to 1. Uh, now, Akshay did play in, at the Mexico Open um, and finished 4th. Um, Feels he's similar, another guy huh? that I think can be very aggressive um, in general um, when you watch him play and that's obviously what you're going to need to do here on this golf course so I think Akshay at, at 35 to 1 I feel like he now I don't I don't have any data for this any uh, I'm looking for a word here <laughs> um, you know I don't have any uh, you know recusterous data but Ooh, I'm just saying damn, that, uh, I, I don't know what that one is I don't know what that one is you, I may have made I may have made that one up. Sometimes you got to figure out whether or not I made a word up or not. That's a if you made that up, kiss your brain. That's a good one. Yeah, that yeah. That, that sounds like a real word. Yeah, real I word. don't have recusterous data on this, but I feel like Oxo could play. I mean, he's played all these. Most of these golf tournaments are uh, you know new to him in general. Um, you know, so he, I, I feel like he could just show up on a course like this and, and win. So um, Akshay thirty five to one is one in this little mid-range um, area that I, that I like. Um, didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't look at, I didn't look at this ahead of time. Didn't Thomas Dietrich, mm. didn't he do something in, in like these little coastal resort events? So I was looking at Dietrich too. Where is he? And he's, he's right there at 30 to one. Now is he longer on Fandle? Uh, yeah, he's 33. And yeah, he's finished top 20. He finished 15th. You know, different, obviously, at El Chameleon, 15th last year, 22nd the year before that. And El Chameleon is not the same golf course. It's totally different than this place. But I still feel like he's done. Corrales has, um, did he pass Palum Dutton it? He was yeah. eighth there. Yeah, um, see, I feel like he's had some good finishes. Uh, Runner-up at Bermuda last year. He loves these little coastal tracks. I think Detri's a play. Yeah, I don't mind him there at 33-1. to 1. 
Here's another guy, though, DB, that I think we got to keep playing that that has been on the radar all fall, kind of like Hostler. DT. Is Cam Champ. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm in. Cam Champ, 45 to 1. Yep. I'm totally in on that. I think he's 50 on uh, FanDuel right now. Cam Champ, 50. Um, is he... What is his what is his deal? Is he playing is he playing um is he playing for FedEx Cup points? Is that what's happening? He's kind of down there, isn't he? Yeah, he's 127. I talked to a um talked to a caddy yesterday actually, uh just about about guys eyeballing that FedEx Cup number right now. I mean, this is bubble season, right? We 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 we've kind of talked about it in the fall so far, but this is these le- these next three events, there's some guys who are are seriously on the bubble of their card number one. Yeah, uh, a full status. You know, now now Champ has some past champion status and stuff like that, but he's outside the bubble. Um, we'll talk about another guy here in a minute that that I like. Uh, that's a little longer. That's on the bubble. So this is that is something to monitor. And and I'm sure as we continue discussing options uh, in our Discord uh, on the DraftKings DFS show. Uh, in uh, in other content we're putting out this week, we'll, we'll probably be eyeballing that. But Champ is one outside right now that needs to have another good week, and we know we can close the door on on a PJ win. Like that's the thing I love about him at fifty to one. There's not many guys at fifty to one in this field who suit this course as good as he does, but also have the ability to close the door. Now, do you worry about his putter at you know a tournament where twenty five under, twenty eight under may win? Yes, you do. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, you do. Um, Always. Are we are we interested in going back to uh, a couple names here? Actually, if there's a, I love this range. Luke List, Davis Thompson. Luke's at forty five. Both of them. I, I just was about to mention Davis Thompson, but I think Luke List is another one you got to. I mean, you can kind of see the theme here, right? It's yeah. get guys who maul it off the tee, um, and, and who will, will just have you know mid irons in, short irons in. A, the occasional long iron into a par five or um, or one of these longer par fours, and just pray that they hit a peak putting week on relatively easy greens to putt that naturally don't have a ton of undulation, don't have a lot of speed because they're coastal and they're guarding against the wind. And right now, it looks like the wind may not be doing a whole lot. So obviously, checking the weather is going to be important. But that's the theme here. And so I think List, Thompson, Champ, Dietrich all kind of fit that mold. And I, w- I would throw in Callum Terran. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep riding Callum Terran at 75 to one on FanDuel. Uh, he's a guy that, that I've, I've, you know, I've been on, you know, I've been a fan of for a long time. Now he's had a good fall. Best finish was the fourth net seventh. Um, kind of fizzled at the Zozo. I think he started out hot and then fizzled, but he's played well so far in these four events in the fall. We know he hits it a ton. Um, and the approach play has been pretty solid. So I'll, I'll finish out this range with Callum Terran. Okay. I don't mind Taryn either, but I want to talk about a guy that uh, I think people are going to mention. Now, he's kind of a stay away. I hate to be caustic. He's kind of a stay away from me, but... Um, Pat, I'm completely okay with you not paying any attention to anything I'm saying so that you can go through your word list and figure out how you're going to work it in. I, for this show, I'm completely okay with that. Normally, yeah. I hate it when you don't pay any attention to me. Yeah. Um, no, but I got to. I got the word list. Yeah. I get totally on. understand. I'm trying to get him in. I mean, I hate to be caustic about this guy, but Chris Goderup, um is somebody that's in oh, the field. Yeah. He's 50 to one, which I just don't. That's insane. I, I don't understand that at all. 
He is a complete stay away, but I think he's going to have people are going to talk about Goddard. If he hits it a freaking mile, he can, you know, he's certainly got a chance to be, you know, a, a good player on tour. I, yeah. I don't know if he's sort of a one trick pony type deal. Like you're only going to play Goddard upon certain courses, probably. Yeah. You're probably not playing him in Hilton Head, you know, something like that. But yeah. I do think Goddard for me is, is an interesting guy for the the next season going forward but he's just not somebody that in this field i'm betting it all at 50 to 1 i think that's a ridiculous number he's just a stay away from me and i and we like goddard we had him on the show last year great kid um does seem to hit i mean he checks some boxes you're going to need to do on the pj tour and do well but yeah it's just like 50 now you know he could be a dfs play we'll see what he comes out in terms of prices but everybody's going to love getting getting back on that chris goddard train as he was the dfs darling there last year uh and he had some good finishes on the pj tour but it is insane when you think about that he is the same price as cam champ who's won what three times on the pj tour yeah that's that's nuts luke list who just won on the pj tour and has won twice and hits it as far maybe further at 45 to one like why why would you do that that's just that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, all right, before we get to the next range, the Sobet contest that we've been running now for quite a while, for a couple months now, uh, waiting on Sobet to draw the winner there. So we will hopefully have that by the DFS show. If not, we will announce it. Um, we will announce it after that. But just stay tuned for that. And if you're missing our Sobet Saturday chats on uh, every Saturday morning during football season, you are missing out. We've had tremendous chats lately Uh, i hosted the one this week but every weekend on saturdays from 11 a.m to noon eastern we are in our discord and our friends at sobet are sending over one of their best nfl and college football handicappers in our discord to hop on the voice with me or pat and we're going through their favorite college football games their favorite nfl games and talking through the slate this past week we had tp3 bets who just two weeks ago had an 8-0 and college football Saturday. Let me tell you, this kid is crushing college football. He went 6-3 and three on, on, on our show Saturday um, with some bombs, a bunch of dogs, and he went 6-3. and three. Should have gone 7-2. and two. Freaking Auburn, Mississippi State jacked, the, jacked up the uh, – he had the over on that one at 41. They ended at 40. Uh, late play issue. Ugh, it's awful. But anyway, the SoBet Saturday chats are amazing. It's a great reason to be in the Discord. And a great reason to check out SoBet. Uh, all the best handicappers, now 60-plus handicappers in SoBet. Uh, we've got exclusive bets that we throw up in there as well. Link is in the description of the podcast. By the way, I meant to say that on the leaderboard app too. Link is in the description here if you want to download the leaderboard app. Give the free version a shot, and then you can check out the pro version. But our friends at SoBet bringing in the experts every Saturday in the Discord, and it's been fantastic. All right. Um, all right, let's start talking about some bombs. I don't have many. But there, there are two, and they're both at eighty to one on Fanduel that uh, that I that I like, Pat. Okay. Um, Eric Van Ruyen, who's playing. Oh yes, yeah. Give me some EVR. Oh, you got really excited about that one. Yeah. Do you have a word for very excited on your list over there? Uh. Do you want to make one up? I'll let you make one up. Um, EVR is the bubble boy right now. He is one twenty-five. Um, I know for a fact he is. Feeling good as he's been playing well this fall, and he's eager to um, to not just lock up his full status on tour next year, but he's eager to like win and close the door on one of these. He's had some really strong finishes: thirtieth at the Fortinet, sixteenth at the Sanderson, twenty third at the Shriners. 
And I don't, I don't know. He's not played this. He hasn't played my. He didn't play my Coba very much. But I still feel like he's another one that's had some, uh, some decent finishes in some of these. Well, now he won. Didn't he win the Barbasol, which was the Stableford? Like that's a scoring event, right? Yeah. Um, finished third at a WGC in Mexico back in 2020. I forgot about that. Uh, I'm trying to see if he's got any other like these coastal. No, not really. But he's playing great right now. EVR eighty to one. I love. Yeah, big fan. You're there with that, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm totally with you on EVR. Um, I, I have him written down as one that I will certainly bet. I like the number at eighty to one. Um, what do you think about Lanta? I I eyeballed Lanta a little bit. Yeah. I ended up not not getting there, but I kind of get it. Hasn't he been doing a lot of damage with the? Uh, What's it? he's been he's been killing it around the greens, right? Like he's scrambled a lot. His his ball striking still doesn't look like it's back to like Lonto. Yeah, that's the only thing that I don't I don't love. You're a little uh, parsimonious about spending some money there. <laughs> Can you say it again? Can you repeat it one time? Parsimonious. Okay, I I, I got to be honest. I've never heard that one either. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, not not a lot. I don't I don't feel a lot of Lanto right now, and I and I, normally you know I'm a longtime Lanto lover. Yeah, you know I kind of I had him. Yeah, I think I talked about him a little bit at the Shriners. Yep. He did not. Um, I didn't put him on the betting card. Ended up finishing thirteenth, but he was up there. Um, but I, he does interest me a little bit. Um, I, I think you know you look at guys in, in this range. Um, you know he he's one that I think you know could be interesting. I, you know Harry Hall. No, uh, now you're go, you're going too far. But yes, now I'm going a little too far there. I have Harry Hall written down. I'm in, but he's one that I, I mean. This this is a this is an interesting range. It's it's kind of hard to um, you know, find too many guys that I absolutely love in here. I thought you were about to, I thought you were about to drop another word. That, that felt like you had another word on. The I, tip I, of your it tongue. was on the tip of my tongue, but I couldn't think of it. Um, I had a I had a trilemma of words. A trilemma? Now you made that up. Either that, or it's like a that's a prescription drug for your wiener or something. Yeah, there was like three was. words in there. I was trying to figure out which one to use, and I couldn't do it. Um, our boy DT is in the chat asking about: Are we hitting these today? Or are we waiting patiently this week? I, I think we hit them. I'm I'm looking at the forecast right now. We're kind of skipping around here, but I'm looking at the forecast right now. There is literally not a breath of wind projected until like next week at this golf course. So. Uh, there's there doesn't look to be any sort of wave advantage. This just looks like it's set up for absolute uh, an absolute mauling um, by by these guys. So I'm I'm thinking 25 to 30 under, and I'm thinking, yeah, we go ahead and hammer these now. So all right, we talked about EVR. Um, Aaron's in the chat talking about Callum Terran. I already talked about him. I have him at 75 to one on Fanduel, but if you can get him at a better number, hammer it. I got one more guy, and Pat, I got a. I got to pat myself on the shoulder for this because in our Wednesday night chat for the Shriners, there was Mm -hmm. a name that I threw out. Friend of the podcast came on the show a long time ago when he had his full card. Great guy, nice guy. And we kind of, we kind of gave him a hard time and he took it great in the, in the interview. Um, but he had to, had to have some medical procedures done, kind of set him back, came back and he's been trending. And ahead of the Shriners, I said, Take a look at this dude. He was really cheap. He was really long odds. Our boy, our boy V-Dub, Vince Whaley. Oh, yeah. Has yeah. been playing nicely. And Vince, 
you know, has always hit it a long way. It's always been about the irons for him. When he came on tour his rookie season, he hit it far. He putted it great. The irons were all over the place. In his three events since the fall, Fortinet, 25th, Sanderson, 28th, Shriners, 13th, gain strokes on approach on every, in, in, in all three of those events, um, over, actually gained right at five strokes total between those three events, continues to putt well, continues to gain strokes off the tee. Vincent Whaley at 80 to 1, it's a long shot. I probably like him a little bit more as maybe a, you know, a top 20 for sure. Um, maybe if you really want to bank on some upside, you do a top 10. Top five, but at eighty, I'm I'm actually a little intrigued at, at Vincent Whaley. Yeah, I like I like Vincent. Um, that's the thing too that you get in the chat is as the week goes on, uh, and you get into the chat, and you and I have a little bit more chance to kind of you know take a little bit of a fastidious <laughs> you know, look at things. <laughs> and so, and so then the picture's a little clearer when we get to the get to the Wednesday chats but um, can I just say Pat I I, I don't say this to you often <laughs> I, I I am I am I'm proud I'm proud of the effort you've put into this today uh, you know <laughs> people you. this this yeah. is this is a man who has a full-time job on a Monday and he's got yeah. himself looking like this and he's gone through God knows how how long he, he took to find these words and he's very OCD yeah. in particular and so he probably spent three times as much time as he, as he needed uh, to. The whole show has been a fair ago of emotion. <laughs> so, so, so listen, if you're watching this and you have not clicked the like button and you have not commented about how awesome Pat's done and you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel or you have not left a five-star review on, on Apple Podcasts or, or reviewed on Spotify or subscribed to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you've not done that, Gosh dang it, if, if, if I can't find a better reason to do it than the effort that this man has put into this show, I don't know, I don't know, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find a, a, a better reason to do that. So thank you, Pat, and I, I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you for this. This is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, you just got to put in a good effort when you're, especially when you're trying to be Brandle, you yeah. know. Yeah. But uh, look, thank you for that, and yeah, go click the like button, do all the things that DB just told you to do. I don't know why you wouldn't have done that anyway. That's true. That is true. Um, all right. Any more bombs? You mentioned Harry Hall. I had him at 150 to 1 on FanDuel. Love Harry Hall here. Um, <laughs> Carl Yuan? Carl's? Yeah. I mean, Carl almost won an event. He, I mean, he was terrible on Sunday, whatever, whatever week that was. I can't remember which event it was. Was it the Sanderson? Uh, he was, wasn't he in the final group? Yeah, I think it was the Sanderson. Uh, yeah, Sanderson. Finished sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, you know, Carl hits it far, um, doesn't do much else good, but when he puts it together, he's had some, he's had some top finishes. So he's 170 to one on FanDuel. And then doesn't this feel like this could be a kind of a, a sleazy, like, I mean, obviously we've talked about a handful of guys that could win, but if, if I, if I was like Pat, a veteran out of nowhere is going to like, you know, re, 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 uh, give me a long word, like, um, rejuvenate, you know, mm-hmm. rejuvenate his career. And we're going to be forced to watch him for another couple of years. Cause he's going to lock up everything. He's going to be in all the majors again. He's going to be the first round leader at the masters. There's a hint. Hmm. 
uh, where Charlie he- Hoffman. Where the hell is Charlie Hoffman? Yeah. Well, he's 200 to 1 on FanDuel. He's gained some distance. We know his irons can get, can get hot every now and then. He can score. He's a multiple PGA Tour winner. I don't know. 200 to 1 in this field. I was just kind of like, ah, oh, Charlie. Charlie kind of looks interesting. That's yeah. it. That's all I got. I don't think I got anything else. No um, more bombs. I, you know, my main bomb was Harry Hall. Yeah. I, I um, love so we are about to get to our our another Halloween segment here where where we're going to talk about um what P, you know if you if you trick or treated at a PGA Tour player's house and they open the door what are they going to give you what would they give you um so we're going to talk about that here in just a second but we're going to do our top 20 um you know we don't have any numbers yet cuz we're recording this Monday at like noon Eastern and so far I don't see any top 20 numbers but some names to kind of look for, some bombs to kind of look for. Um, Pat, I would say in terms of locks for me, if I were going to give you two top 20 locks that I think we could probably get at a plus number on FanDuel, because FanDuel is normally best for these longer numbers. I'm, I'm going to keep riding my Bo Hostler. I think we'd probably get him at like plus 105, maybe if we're lucky, plus 110, 120. Uh, and then I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Davis Thompson. I would imagine DT for sure would be a plus money number at a top 20. And then my one bomb, and this is going to be a big one, Pat. Okay. And I've been rolling with him, and he's been, he's been killing it. He's had a great year, and he's a little shorter. He's the, sh- he's the shortest guy off the tee that I, I, I have said the whole show. But the irons are dialed, and the dude can roll the rock. Kelly Craft. I'm sure he's going to be like six to one at, at the shortest. Yeah, he's got to be at least. Um, T25 Fortinet, T16 Sanderson, T23 Shriners. Give me some Kelly Craft. I don't, I don't mind that. Um, I think for me, some guys that I would lean in uh, on top 20s, Akshay for sure. I'm sure we'll get plus money on him. I do like the Hostler play. I like the Davis Thompson play. I think... Um, you know, another couple guys that I could look at betting top 20 Luke list for sure. Um, yep. We'll, we'll definitely get some plus money on him. Um, and looking a little bit longer shot. I think I'll just go with EVR. I, I think that's probably going to be now it's not long shot. You think it'll be four to one, get like three to one, something uh, like that. Yeah. I love EVR. that. I love it. I mean, th- these guys on the bubble, uh, especially the one twenty five, like, or, or even, even if they're on the bubble of the top, what is it, 50 or 60 they have to get in? I think it's the top 60, and you're guaranteed those, like, four or five signature events. Um, so, like, if they're on the bubble and they have one good finish, they're, they're, they're not going to be in the next – they're not going to play the rest of the fall. So the, a lot of these guys are trying to make, like, can I get all my points this week so I can be done and just move on? That, that's what's happening for a lot of these players. So, yeah. There's a lot of guys motivated here to get stuff done and, and make it happen that are not just here on vacation at Tiger's play. I wonder if Tiger will be there this week. Probably not. Yeah, I, I don't know how good the uh, Ethernet is, uh, the LAN connection at Los Cabos, so he can, you know, he can squad ride on Call of Duty with his boys. But All right, uh, let's get to the trick-or-treat segment. Before we do, I want to remind everybody, we do have the listener leagues in the description. You can click on the Splash Contest link. In the description of the podcast, that takes you to our commissioner channel on Splash, where we're launching an NFL Tiers weekly contest and a PGA Tiers weekly contest on Splash. Super easy to sign up, legal in just about every state where there's DFS. 
Um, and you know, me and Pat got off to a hot start in NFL, and it's not been good lately. I think I'm going to no, finish on not. the. I think I'm going to finish on the bubble this week, and it makes me mad. We're just doing two max entries, five dollars an entry. It's very low, low, in, you know, entry point. Um, and we're paying out to the top ten percent on uh, in the uh, in the contest. So get in there and join the listener leagues, NFL and PGA, for the whole off season and all of NFL season. All right, Pat. Let's just we'll just we'll just like. You know, we can just popcorn these. We can go back and forth. Okay. I got some that I think are just kind of bleh, and some that I, I kind of thought are a little funnier than others. I'll let you, I'll let you start. Why don't you start? Okay, I'll start. Knock on um, the door. I, said personality or player, golf player, opens the door. This is what you get for Halloween. Okay, well, I actually did a golf personality for the first one. Okay. Okay, and it's me. Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, it's me. And uh, me, Brandel, Chambly is giving out books on tape. Okay? You get a book on tape. Here's a book for you. Here's a book for you. It's, and it's got a, it's a it's like a it's like a Webster's dictionary, you know, just a bunch of good words and stuff. Oh, 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 okay. It it's, yeah. it expands your vocabulary. Mhm. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if Brando had his own book on tape, huh? Do we know? He might. Has he written he a book? He should. Surely he's written a book. If he's not, I guarantee he's writing one right now. Yeah. Um Okay. Uh, okay. You know what you get when you knock on the door of Eric Cole's house? Hmm. What do you get at, at Eric Cole's house? Nothing. He ain't there. He's playing. He's playing at a tournament. <laughs> yeah, a tournament yeah. That door is. Does he leave the candy out though? You think? Uh, but then it's all gone because you can't do like when you leave the candy out and you say like take one. That's not going to happen. It's going to be gone. Okay, I actually have something along those lines. Okay, all right. Matt Coocher, when you knock on the door of Cooch's house and you're trying to get that Cooch candy, don't be nasty. You walk up there, lights are on. There's a basket. There's a sign, and it says, please take two pieces. And you, you, know, you walk your little pimpled face, prepubescent ass up there ready to take a handful and fill it up. Mm-hmm. But Cooch is the kind of guy that he's watching He's in the house. You think oh, he's, he's gone. That, the ring camera? He's watching, and as soon as he sees you do it, he throws open the door, he puts his hand in your face, and he snatches the bag, and he just cusses you out, tells you to get the, off his lawn. That's, that's what Cooch does. Okay. I believe it, actually. Our, now, I'm, now all the kids are scared to go to Cooch's house. Um. This one I think is it is kind of this one's kind of boring, but but I think this is obvious. Mickelson's going to give you out some coffee for wellness. Yeah, of course, right? He's got to just give you some coffee for wellness, and I feel like Mickelson would be there, like he would be standing at the door, giving out the coffee for wellness, but then he'd be doing talks and things about like why you need it and why it's good for your body and things like that, and he'd just be talking to every every kid. He would Like one of those presentations, like when they try to sell you a, uh, what do they call it? Um, what do they call it? Like when you, um, when you a timeshare, like a timeshare yeah. presentation. Mm-hmm. But he's also giving out c- cocaine to dads if they want it. Yeah. Uh, also, our Michael in the chat just got one of mine. I mean, Victor Hovland is obviously giving out weed gummies to yeah. anybody uh, yeah. that looks maybe over the age of 16, he's just going to give you a weekend. He's going to be the hottest house on the block. All the kids are going to love him. And if you're, if you're a little kid, he's just going to tell you he doesn't have any candy. And he's not going to give a little kid weed gummies, but he would obviously yeah. give all the other kids weed gummies. Um, I got a bunch more. Do you have, what do you have? 
Uh, well, I think Shane Lowry is giving out Guinness, and I, I mean, he doesn't even care if you're 21 or not. Just pour. He's just, he's just got the keg on the porch. He's just got the keg on the porch. It's like trick or treat. All right. Yeah. That's the kind of house I'd love to go to. Dude, yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than Halloween. Like, we, you know, I live on like land, so I don't live in a neighborhood. And I just love Halloween. You live on land? I live on land. I live on land too. Well, I mean, yeah, I, a lot of <laughs> land. And I just love going to, I, I love not having to deal with Halloween myself. Like, I mean, God, our Halloweens could not be any different between what you do at oh, my house for Halloween yeah. and what we do at my house. It could not be any different. And I love just not having to deal with it and then just getting in the car, driving to my buddy's house who has like a house every, you know, there's like four feet of space between every house and we just hit them all. And I just love that there's multiple houses in the neighborhood where the, the, the adults are dishing out boiled peanuts, you know, they're a cooler of beer, shots, um, other treats for adults like that's i love going to a house where the adults take care of the other adult like honestly if i were if i didn't if my kids are were out of the house and i was just like older on halloween like i would have good candy for the kids but i would make it my i would sit on the in the driveway of the neighborhood and i would make sure that every adult in that neighborhood has a great time by giving yeah. out adult things now I'll say this about my neighborhood. It's, it's very similar. It's just all congested into one area because people have tailgates. And so there's definitely a lot of things going on, but it's just, yeah. a, it's a freaking madhouse and it's all in one area. Um, so okay. It's fun for both. When you walk up to Terrell Hatton's house, what do you get? Mm, he's giving out something angry. No, nah, man. Lights are off. He hates Halloween. He's inside, but he hates Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's cussing every time the doorbell rings. He's mm-hmm. he's cussing. The fucking bloody lights are off. The lights are off. <laughs> you wanker. The lights are off. That means no trick or treating. Um, you got more? Yeah, I do. Okay, Scotty go. Scheffler, good and plenties. <laughs> he just, just it's a boring candy. Scheffler's kind of a boring guy. He's just throwing out good and plenties. Nobody cares about him, but. And I also feel like he would invite you to church. I feel like he would, inv- yeah. he would also invite you to church. And it'd be nice. It'd be a genuine invitation at the same time. And, yeah. and you'd be like, yeah, I'll come. I'll come. Um, Patrick Cantlay, what's he give out? Uh, Paydays. Paydays. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something for Cantlay, and I couldn't think of anything. Okay, I was trying to come up with something for Rory. Like something. Oh, I got something for Rory. Okay, what That's next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know why this came to me. Runts. <laughs> That's way better than what I came up with. That's so much better. I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. He's giving out runt. I was just trying to think of like, what is the most beta candy you could give out? And I can't, I couldn't think of any, I couldn't think of it. All I could think of was one of my least favorite candies that circulates this time of year is not candy corn because candy corn is the best candy it's like top five candy, in my opinion. I, I eat candy corn year-round. I hate a Tootsie Roll. Like, I agree. I feel like a Tootsie Roll is a cop-out piece. That's a dollar store, just do the minimum beta candy. But Runtz is way better. That was my last one. <laughs> okay, I, I, got a, I got a few more. Okay, you're not gonna, a lot of people are not going to get this. If you're in the Discord and you, you, you've 
heard some of the behind the scenes or we were there for that chat, you'll, you'll, you'll get this one, but most people won't. What, it, what do you get when you knock on Adam Svensson's house? I don't know. Rocks? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> he, he has no idea that's Halloween. Well, yeah, that's no idea. I just, I said rocks because I was thinking dumb as rocks. Yeah. <laughs> he has no idea it's Halloween. Um, no. You know, I had to do something on Patrick Rogers. Patrick Rogers, you get gluten-free kale cookies, individually wrapped, that he and his wife bake themselves. That just sounds right up. Yeah. It sounds like something you immediately look at and go, okay, cool. And you throw that away, and even the dogs don't eat it. The neighborhood is just littered with gluten-free kale cookies. Um, Joel Damon. Now, White Claws. Yeah. I, I mean, we know Joel is the coolest guy to go by. That. Other than Victor Hovland, you want to go to Joel's house. He's given out full-size candy bars, which oh, immediately goats you to all the kids. And vodka-soaked gummy bear cups to the parents. You know, mm-hmm. so your kid rolls up, he gives them the king size or the full size Snickers, and then he looks at you, stand on the side, he's like, hey, Dad, Dad, come here, come here. And he hands you the, the vodka soap gummy bears. That's just unbelievable. Um, oh, crap. I had one written down. I didn't have anybody's name on. Uh, okay, when you go to Sahit the Gala's house, I just feel like his dad answers the door and he just invites you in and, get, and you have a full dinner. Yeah, you just have dinner. He's just, he's crying, he's emotional, he's happy to see you even though he's never met you before. And he's the nicest person you've ever met in your life and he feeds you a full dinner. And it's the most hospitable thing you've ever, you've ever been to. That's the hit. I like that. You should now say the one that you didn't write a name for and we could try to figure it out. Okay, here we go. Um, I don't know. I, okay. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. Lucas Glover. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you know, Lucas. By, by the way, if you're in the chat, keep, keep throwing out your, uh, keep throwing out your, your takes on these. I've seen, I've read some good ones. We're going to run through the, the ones in the chat before we wrap this up. You've, you guys have come up with some good ones. Throw them out. Lucas Glover, uh, you get gold bond and Werther's originals because he's old and he's sweaty. That's Okay. I, and, and by the way, for the record, I love Werther's. I think Werther's are delicious. Do you like Werther's? I, I think, yeah, I mean, they are a great candy. Fantastic candy. If, if you had said that, though, I probably would have gotten to Luke, Lucas Glover. Oh, I, I should have done that. The last one I have is a, is a golf person. Um, it's Michael Block. Oh, man. I mean, Block's, you know. By the way, I was very close to being Michael Block. Were you? Today. You couldn't get the raw hat in time? It couldn't get the raw hat in time. Uh, Blocky hand, hands out, obviously he answers the door himself, and he's fully decked out. He's got pants on, golf shoes, white belt, uh, some sort of you know, shirt. He's got the raw hat on. And um, he, gives you, he still does business cards. He still does business cards. Mm. But his business cards have all of it. You know, it's got his PGA professional stuff on there, instructor with his rate already on there. So you just don't call him so that you already know, like, it's like, this is what it is. If you can't afford it, don't call me. And then also there's, a, I feel like blocky is, I feel like Blocky's still like closeted into the NFT thing, you know, and, and we, we did NFT, we did an NFT, mm. but I, I think blocky could be a closet NFT bro and want to bring it back. And there's a QR code on, on his card that you can scan it and bid on the first issue blocky nft 
And on the back, he puts his number down in case your mom's hot. He does, he he yeah. He hits all he checks all the boxes with one card. And, and maybe a little maybe a Tootsie roll. Probably a Tootsie roll. See, I like that with the QR code. I would think the QR code though, in addition to you know, an NFT or something, would have like links to all the things that he's done. Like his his hole in one. Oh yeah. Or, or like different, you know, interviews. Well the NFT is done. the highlight of all those things. Okay, so yeah, yeah. all right, yeah. Uh, all right, producer Tony, always good, always good for some laughs here. Tony, uh, Tony said he's got some. Come on, what, hit us, Snuko. All right, fellas, I got a couple for you. So I got John Rom, pretty easy one. Hot tamales, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of course. Okay. Yep, play off uh, his heritage there and temper on the course. VJ Singh, I'm gonna say you got a couple different ways you can go here. I'm gonna say it's a Werther's original, but it's laced with deer antler spray. I, I- <laughs> Okay, I was hoping you work that in. Right. Yep. Yeah. I was gonna say deer, deer antler spray soaked gummy bears that you think are vodka, and as you walk off the porch to take one in, he looks out the window to watch you like, ah. <laughs> and then Patrick Reed, he's just stealing all of your candy. <laughs> yes. He's just running around taking candy. I like it. What a jackass. Uh, oh crap, we're gonna get sued. Um, okay. All right, let's let's go through and and read some of these these from uh, from our friends in the chat, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, let's see. By the way, Chris says you look like Frank Nabilo. That's kind of funny. You do you do kind of look like uh, Frank Nabilo. Oh dear, Spaz. Glover's wife's giving out ass whoopings. Oh, oh. Dave Kepka, give out chewing gum that tastes like ass. I don't know about that. I mean, what? This is funny. DT, chef for handing out mini Bibles. It's like just the Psalms and Proverbs one. <laughs> Dave says Rory be giving out Lucky Charms. That makes sense. They're yeah. like individually wrapped bags of Lucky Charm. What if, was, what if he took the time to take out just the marshmallows and you just got the marshmallows? That would be all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, DT and Phoenix. Rogers, travel size deodorants. Yes. Michael, beer and shots from Damon, of course. Oh, Graham. Graham with the dad joke. The scariest house, Brandon. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> you got to like a little dad joke here and there. Of course. Dave, uh, Patrick Reed gives out nothing, but he gets a flaming bag of poop on his doorway. Yeah. All the kids would be doing that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, Luke's Glover, cheap cooling towels. Yes. Uh, Glover, how to three putt tips. Not anymore, Michael. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. What if he was giving out broomsticks? Broomstick. Everybody's cutters. interested in Lucas. I know Glover, Glover's getting a lot out. Uh, Twitter insults from uh, Max Homa. Yep. Spaz. Fitzpatrick giving out nerds. Like, yep, I, I see that. Fitz giving out mini pencils with erasers. Yeah, yeah, because to write down all your all your shots you ever hit. Right. Yeah. Tiger. I didn't. You know, I tried to come up with one for Tiger, and I just. I didn't feel like I could do him justice. Driving lessons. Ouch. You know, maybe a free pass to get his, to attend his driving school. Um, uh, and DT, I'm not doing that one. All right. Uh, great show. That was fun. Halloween show. We're going to keep it up for the DFS DraftKings show this week. That's dropping later. Uh, thanks, everybody, for, uh, for joining. Don't forget, yeah, check out Leaderboard. Thank you for letting me uh, use my, um, you know, magniloquence of words. <laughs> we'll end on that. Bend over your bookies. See you. Out.